Hello and welcome to Vista Talks, uh, interesting discussions with interesting people from all around the world. I'm your host for today, Priscilla Charles, and I am delighted to be joined in Studio 2 today by Alan Duffy. Um, Alan is a localization manager at VistaTech. You're very welcome, Alan. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Priscilla. Very nice to meet everybody too. Thank you so much. So let's move on and get on with the show. So Alan, Alan, we're delighted to speak with you today, and I'm sure that obviously, you know, with the global pandemic, uh, it is an important factor when it comes to delivering, you know, uh, uh, solutions for Vistec customers all around the world. And at this time, a lot of our global customers are adapting, you know, their businesses with the current situation. So uh, can you tell us, has this impacted or changed the way that you deliver um, solutions for these customers? Yeah, I mean, initially, we what we saw was a, a kind of a flood of requests, you know, for um, information gathering or sort of disseminating information to to their customers, to their employees. Um, you know, a certain amount of kind of altruistic gestures or different things from customers trying to make a difference. So um, maybe a, a little bit more urgency on some of the projects, and then that sort of calmed down a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, we've seen some of our medical device customers are diversifying, for example, into you know new products that. And maybe help uh, you know personal protective equipment or something that can help maybe new ventilators or they can maybe you know adapt and, and uh, diversify as much as they can. Um, I guess we've seen some customers reassessing their budgets a little bit too uh, as a result, and I guess that's something we'll have to keep an eye on. That's I'm sure everybody in different industries uh, globally is facing the same, and you know there's an, a certain amount of uncertainty for everybody, uh, yeah. both in terms of what the future holds and how long that's going to take. Um, so I guess we'll just have to keep an eye on that, and you know, we've we've done all we can to uh, you know everybody's working from home. We're we're all keeping safe and well, and I suppose we're just keeping an eye on the situation, hoping everybody else is keeping safe and well too. So um, yeah, so far so good. You know, fingers crossed. Things have been things have been going well. We kind of weathered the storm a little bit, and uh, there's a certain amount of kind of business as usual for now, at least. Yes, true. Uh, thank you so much for this. So now um, let's let's um, get to know you a little bit better for our audience who wouldn't know you today. Um, so um, you, you studied languages, so you've always been really into uh, the language industry, if I may say, you studied languages and economics at UCD University uh, uh, College Dublin, and then you took on uh, various roles, project management, business development, and uh, throughout your career in various localization organizations. And you joined, you then joined Visitech in 2012. So now I'd like you to tell us a little bit about your journey uh, at Visitech for uh, anyone who wouldn't know you. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I I don't like to use the word passion, but I, I you know I did. I guess languages was kind of my background originally, and that's how I got involved in the industry. Even if I, I guess if I have a, a dollar for every time I meet somebody and they ask either what do you do or which languages do you speak, because um, I guess it's difficult to explain. You know, there's the, sometimes the complexity of what we do, but. Uh, yeah, I guess it's almost eight years now since I began in, in Visitech. Um, so initially as a project management team lead, so we would have been assigned a certain amount of customers and a, a team of project managers within my group. Um, and, uh, you know, so some of the principles that still apply now would have been applied then. A lot of the core values of Visitech and, the, you know, the customer satisfaction, um, that's always been kind of at the core. And, but, and also the people too, you know, we've always I've been very fortunate to have very good people both on the team that I've worked with, but also on the customer side too. So that really, really helps to kind of build those relationships um, and makes it enjoyable as well. You know, that's kind of a core part of it. Uh, and yeah, I suppose then, you know, I 
think we've definitely got a lot of you know very good people outside of our so the technical teams the sales teams the marketing team so working with different groups oh, i'm always interested in learning you know different um different things i mean i have previously worked in different roles in in, in business development and in project management and uh, i think you can you know you always glean something from each of the of the people that you meet but also the roles that you do you always learn i'm always trying to at least learn and develop myself sometimes maybe when things are frantic, it isn't always possible to do a huge amount of, but sometimes when you reflect maybe afterwards, um, often you don't realize that you're learning as you're going along. You learn from mistakes, you learn from, you know, um, new challenges. So uh, yeah, it's it's definitely, it's one of the, because we're in a service industry, things are changing all the time, technology is changing all the time. Uh, so it's, I guess, trying to adapt and, and you know, um, adding a few bells and whistles to, to, you know, your, to your own kind of skill sets. Um, and yeah, just, you know, do, doing what you can. So the, I suppose, yeah, it's been almost eight years. It's gone by very quickly. I think some people have been in the company maybe, you know, since the beginning over 20 years and I'm still seen as a blow in sometimes, uh, you know, for, but uh, it's gone by very quickly, which is a good sign. You know, the days go by very quickly. It's, um, you know, time flies when you're having fun, as they say. So sure. um, yeah, I've really enjoyed my time. Um, you know, uh, I, I said a lot of the skill sets that I, that I had learned were the, the, the things that I applied to that role still apply now i still have you know a lot of the same team working with me um that's one of the good things we have a lot of kind of staff retention as well like a lot of the people have been here quite a long time um one of the highest and, in the industry yeah right and then you can apply the sort of it's obviously you 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 retain that knowledge that they have but also the relationships you know that you yeah. so um it helps you know if you need a favor from somebody or if they need a favor from you the you know the more um the more the better you know your colleagues and the, the, the easier it is you know to sort of muddle together when things are challenging so uh yeah hopefully that's kind of a little bit of a flavor of of, of at least summarizing my eight years into a few words but yeah it's been it's been great it's been very very challenging and hopefully i'll have plenty more to come thank you so much yeah i'm sure uh, it sounds like a lot of fun and now you're um you've taken on a different role since you've arrived uh, as the localization ma manager and uh, as you say you you're working with the uh, different project managers um can you tell us you know can you give a bit of a, a few details and tell audience about your current responsibilities sure yeah so i would say probably um just sort of widened my i i i you know, there's obviously a few additional uh, responsibilities for it, but I probably widened my role to, to managing the, the department itself. So all of the customers that previously would have been working with, but also all of the additional customers. And then, you know, we have the the, the team leads managing a group of our program managers, a group of programs or customers, and then the people within those. So, um, you know, say, the same principles, as I said, the, the people and the customers, that's what, that's what makes it. Um, there's always some of the boring financial stuff like managing budgets, you know, and uh, keeping keeping an eye on those. Um, we all but, have to do that. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Especially now more than ever, probably. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, the, the I mean, ultimately it comes down to, you know, we're delivering a service, right? So, we're you know, whatever it is that the customer needs, um, whether it's a service we've done before or a service that's new to us, um, making sure that we're meeting their needs, making sure that we're meeting their needs on time, uh, making sure we're giving the right quality, the right level of, um, you know, whatever it is, their stakeholders that their customer needs. So that's kind of ideally that everything comes disseminates from that. And then we just do whatever we can. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, keep it, keeping customers happy, keeping, you know, their own customers happy. Uh, that's what's really important for us. And I, I suppose I'm also involved in a lot of new opportunities. So, um, 
you know, new prospective customers that are coming in and, and getting involved as early as I can in those relationships to, to add, hopefully to add what I can uh, to work with the sales team on that. Um, and then maybe to bring in some of the other, you know, the wider kind of teams that we have, um, you know, the technical teams and the different, like we've got a, you know, a really good broad range of experience in all the different teams. So yeah. it would be a shame to use, not to use that as much as possible. So always try and draw on, on the good people and you know, they know a lot better than, than me about, I might have a little bit of experience in my area, but making sure that you bring in the right people uh, with the right skill sets. Yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, so tell me, what do you like the most working about Vistasic? Because you're surrounded by, as you said, people with so many different skills. Yeah. So it's, it's such a broad, you know, um, workforce. So tell me a little bit about like what you like the most. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, I, uh, and, you know, people are different. Some people like routine, some people like uh, for me, because the fact that no two days are the same is probably what's, what's what keeps it interesting. Um, because we're, you know, we're technology agnostic and because we try to build programs and because customer satisfaction is so important to us, um, you know, we always find ourselves kind of scratching our heads. How can we deliver this? How can we deliver it better? You know, how can we improve on what we're doing? So I think, um, yeah, I think, as I said, I'm, probably, I'm, I'm always referring back to the people because I think, you know, you can't, I can only do so much, uh, everybody individually can know, but collectively with some really good people, I think, that's really one of the things as well that's that's always struck me that we have such great people um, and you know not just good people with good experience because you, you can have a certain amount of knowledge but I think it's actually the application of that the willingness to go the extra mile the willingness to you know um, to, to to understand what it is that the customer wants rather than kind of doing it you know because you can you can stick to project management principles or you can stick to you know some technical principles but at the end of the day we have to deliver what the customers need so um, yeah sometimes it's about you know within a framework about kind of uh, being as flexible as we can I guess being as adaptable if that requires you know managing the the you know the 24 7 time zone so whatever it is that uh, I mean you know a lot of that's what a lot of uh, in the industry that we're, we're in you know I guess it's a very such a global industry that um, yeah I, I suppose we're just you know doing what we can to, to but at the same time you know, doing with within, within a good framework, making sure the right people are involved. So I think, um, you know, I, I think it's a great company. I think we're a, good, we're a good size too, in terms of we have all the really strong, you know, uh, infrastructure there in place, yeah. but we also have um, the, the, the good thing of having the executive management team in-house in, in the headquarters. I think that really helps our flexibility that we can make decisions quickly. Um, you know, we're not tied over by paperwork so I think um, that also for me that's kind of liberating because if we need to get something done or we need to you know it's something that needs to be achieved you know we need to buy software we need to do whatever it takes we can get it done very very quickly and that also allows us to do our jobs um, you know a lot more easily and a lot more flexibly so I think it all kind of ties together. Thank you so much. And we're talking about like managing, you know, um, um, so um, different roles, you know, um, uh, workforce, from, you know, from different countries with so many different skills. So I'd like you to tell us a little bit about um, leadership because you are, you know, obviously, you know, a large, you know, a large team, and it is a challenging environment. Eventually, so you work with tight deadlines, you manage budget, uh, complex strategies. So, do you have any advice, you know, uh, you know, being a manager, you know, in terms of leadership? with your experience yeah i mean for me uh, i guess people are there's different uh, there's different styles of, of leaders and i suppose ideally if, if you were their the nirvana is to kind of not have one style and to have you know 
uh, multiple styles when appropriate. Um, but I think for me, I, one thing I've always tried to do is earn the trust of the of the teams and um, and kind of lead by example. So you know, if I'm prepared to do something, yeah. uh, whatever that may be, um, then at least people will you know will recognize that. And I suppose the aller in their trust but then equally i have to also to trust them as well and that's kind of a key thing too that it very it obviously helps having really good people but okay. you know trusting them to do what they're good at um and uh you know having having kind of regular meetings and check-ins and frameworks around that but i think if 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 people have the trust in you and you have the trust in them i think that kind of symbiotic relationship is, is very important um I guess, like I was saying earlier, no two days are the same. So I think keeping a calm head is always good too, because uh, things can get quite frantic. So you know, keeping your keeping your cool and um, you know, or at least appearing to keep a calm head as well is is always a good thing that people you know uh, people feed from they feed off that. I think you know if they see that somebody's kind of assured and confident, that yes. that generally helps. Um, uh, you know, and I think obviously having a certain amount of experience and knowledge hopefully helps a little bit. Uh, but I think it, you know, it only helps. So again, if you can apply it properly, you know, and if you, but I, if, if, if people can see that you, you know, that you, you hopefully sometimes, you know what you're doing, but also that, um, you're empowering them. And, yeah. you know, I think we always try to promote, to, um, uh, you know, promoting people from within or kind of advocating things like that as well. So people can see kind of career paths for them as well. And, and, you know, a certain, it could be incremental growth or it could be sometimes it's a big jump, but I think any kind of, um, you know, tr trusting people to do if they're if they've got really good skills, whether that be technical or if they like, you know, larger projects. Some people are are they work better in tighter timeframes with smaller projects, for example, yes. and playing to people's strengths, making sure that they're comfortable in their role as well. Um, you know, there's always a personal aspect to it too, making sure that you're you're understanding what's going on in their in their lives too. That because obviously it's hard to not to bring that into your work environment. So um, yeah, especially yeah, at the moment, but, I suppose yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm in the situation myself. A lot of people have young kids at the moment working from home, and it's it's a challenge. So, uh, you know, luckily for me, they're a little bit older. But I think being as flexible as we can now with people, you know, it, it uh, you know, it goes a long way to sort of earning people's you know long-term trust as well that they know that um, doing what you can to support them. That's why I I think if I can show you know lead by example if i can get my hands dirty where i needed to and help out um i'm quite happy to do it because you know at the end of the day we're all trying to achieve the same thing anyway so uh i'm, I'm kind of i try to keep things you know i relatively flat structure there's not too much kind of hierarchical stuff um and uh yeah and just you know being prepared to to do what you say you're doing and and be tra be transparent with people and hopefully you know that's i don't know if that's good advice or not but that's what i've lived by anyway so it stood me well so far. no that's perfect thank you so much alan and um so as a localization manager obviously you're you hire a lot of um, a lot of our staff so um for our global teams what type of qualities and experience would you be looking for when hiring someone yeah that's a good question i i mean Ideally, you, you know, somebody who's done it before in a, in a similar organization, but sometimes that's always hard to tell, right? You know, you, mm -hmm. it's, I always find it challenging. You get one hour, maybe two hours max to, to, to get to know somebody. It's like yes. speed dating, you know, and then, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, you can embellish a CV as much as possible. So I, I usually try to base it on kind of experiential questions and things that are, but um, I think, you know, you, you, I think if somebody's organized, that's a really good characteristic, mm -hmm. you know, um, and good under pressure too because because things i i i don't know if it's i often i use analogies a lot on people sometimes but i often compare to to uh to spinning the plates you know and you're just constantly spinning 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 yes. and you, you're, you're just keeping everything 
Yeah, and if you if you if you let one go, you know, I, I guess then people lose their mojo, and then a few go, and so I think it's constantly keeping everything humming. And sometimes, in the past, people were asking me like, what you know, what do project managers really do? But I think it's like a lot of jobs. If you, if you um, you only see the value in it when things go wrong, um, when everything's being ticked along nicely and everything's working, it's sort of, you know, a lot of it is unseen work under the surface, and it's only if if something goes wrong. Um, that then it, it and then you can kind of unravel it so you can actually see how it can go wrong quite easily so i think uh i think definitely you know working under pressure and and maybe that calmness that i mentioned earlier as well and yes. definitely being very organized helps um and uh yeah i mean you need you need different level of experience in the team too you need people who can you know who can work on maybe more complex technology or more complex sort of uh, customer programs um but you also need people who, you know, some people don't, some people like the routine and that's good too. You know, you need, that's probably kind of my microcosm of life. You need people who are kind of slightly different and, and can adapt to different things too. So, um, yeah, so I think, as I said, it's just, uh, yeah, I suppose if it's really project managed, if you look at the principles, kind of planning and organization is the key. Sometimes we don't get to plan as much as we'd like because, you know, we're in a service industry, you have to react. So I think then at least being organized is kind of number two after that. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I've seen some, as I said, some really great people. Um, you know, they, they, people have different methods of how to how to plan and how to, yes. to document their stuff. Uh, but uh, as long as it's documented and shared and it works for them, yes. um, you know, that's the, that's the, the more important thing. I think the, the characteristics that the people have, you know, and I suppose good. There is a certain amount of good customer uh, service as well that goes along with it and relationships. You know, so it's mm -hmm. kind of a varied role. Um, you know, there's financial aspects to it. There's a bit of everything for a project management role, but I think, at the end of the day, kind of core delivery of what we do—that's our—that's the most important thing, you know. And then the other stuff is kind of the the, the extras. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Deliver quality and in. Um, yeah, in exactly. That's that's our, that's fundamentally that's the core part of you know we we we've got to deliver quality and keep the customers happy. That's the main thing. And then, you know, once we do that, then we can you know we can. Yeah, as I said, the others are kind of all the extras that maybe the, the unseen, some of the housekeeping stuff that maybe <laughs> goes unseen. But uh, yeah, d delivering the quality, that's that's the most important aspect, really. Thank you so much. And so we're talking about like uh, delivering quality for the clients. And obviously, you know, clients have various requirements that can be complex and, and large in nature. So um, and obviously with high volumes um, throughout the year. So um, like, how do you manage with the scale, you know, of like, you know, of, of requests and the varied approach for each individual customer? Because obviously we have, uh, you know, we have a lot of different customers from all around the world. So every customer has different requirements, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think there's probably you know there's no there's no easy way to like stuff you know we stuff needs to be documented as much as possible yeah. so if we, if we can we have a good system for documenting the knowledge and um you know, as I said earlier we, we promote that we promote the the kind of technology agnosticism but we also promote you know being as flexible as we can and but with that comes then sort of you know different different processes different tools different systems so um yeah I think I think just good documentation uh, a good training program um you know inter 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 team training as well i think is very important um and and again kind of back to kind of planning an organization as well making sure that it's all clear you know clarity of what people are doing as well is very important so i think um i think the the if if, if the basics are, are are clear then i think once the pressure comes on you know when people are people know what they're doing what's the clear understanding yeah, it's like unconsciously conscious or whatever. That once everybody has a clear understanding of what they're doing, yes. then when the pressure ramps up, um, 
you know, it it uh, it's sort of second nature. They know exactly what they're doing. They're 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 very clear about what they're supposed to be doing. So I think that's probably putting the the groundwork in in terms of the training and the, and the documentation first. I think is a core part of it. Thank you so much. Yeah, that makes sense. And a lot of uh, our visited clients have been through a sales process, obviously, initially. And there's an onboarding process prior to fully engaging on an ongoing basis and then working with them um, with the area uh, with your area of the organization. So how does this uh, work together in practice? Like, Yeah, so I mean, I guess, like, first and foremost, I probably would, would get an early engagement with the sales team myself in terms of what, you know, what the uh, what the needs are, you know, what customers are, what are their pain points, and um, what are they looking for to gain out of the out of the relationship? What, um, you know, what what is it that they want to engage with to take for? So trying to listen as much as possible there, um, and then as I mentioned earlier, like we have got some really good groups, like we've got a very strong applied technology group looking at automation and um, innovation. So uh, you know, can can we engage? Can we engage the ATG group? Um, some very strong. Tech, you know, technical groups as well, like a workflow team and then software documentation testing. So um, we're doing a lot of multimedia work. I'm seeing an awful lot of, of videos, like people's, you know, content on websites now is kind of less text and more videos I'm seeing as well, which is yes. which is a good thing. I guess it's a, it's a you know, faster way to deliver the message and depending mm -hmm. on the, 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 the demographic as well. So um, yeah, we have a very good multimedia team as well. Um, and a you know, very good uh, machine translation program too. So that's one of the, so I think it's, it's knowing you know who to when to bring people in at the right time as well um and also knowing the customers you know not you don't want to overload the customer with information but at the same time if they need giving them what they need or, or sort of you know sometimes it needs to be drip fed sometimes they need it all at once yes. and it very much depends on how how mature the customer is and how well they know what it is they need sometimes maybe they're not 100 percent sure what they need so they're coming to us for a bit of consultancy or for yes. guidance on that Actually, yeah. um yeah, so it's just, you know, um, as I said, going to work, you know, stronger together. So getting the right people in place and, and, and doing it collectively is always a good thing. And maybe one person might deliver the message, but at least the message that they're delivering comes from all the kind of expertise from the different groups. Thank you. So uh, we were talking about like how the importance of it, how getting the right people together uh, helps. And it's good to see that Vista Global's client base really has built a, has been building a long-term relationship and partnerships, you know, yeah. uh, for the past uh, 23 years now. Uh, so why do you think it's the case? Do you think, uh, why do you think customers stay with Vistec? Is it this strength, uh, you know, about the quality, you know, that differentiate us from other, um, you know, um, localization, you know, uh, um, uh, companies and getting the right people? Yeah. I think uh, I think we're good at building programs, and I think we're good at, at kind of uh, you know sort of take understanding you know what's what's required, and then building a kind of framework around that and scaling that up. So if it's if it's something like technology automation, that's going to be a key differentiator. That's where we'll focus. Um, if it's if it's customer you know service and kind of uh, you know response times and you know or. Sometimes it's cultural. Sometimes you know it's getting the right people from uh, not just time zones, but also the right fit of, of person. Yes. Um, you know, if we're working with some Silicon Valley group, uh, customers, it's 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 kind of the living the brand of that as well. So um, you know, sometimes that's a that's one of the additionals that I was maybe mentioning earlier with the project manager that it might not be a core part of the job, but it's actually maybe to the customer it is the core part of the job because they're not really seeing some of the other stuff that goes on under the surface. So actually the uh, you know, the, the interaction is actually the, the, the key, so knowing that somebody's listening, that somebody's um, understanding what it is that their challenges are. 
uh, I think that's sort of definitely, but uh, yeah, but, I mean, there's so many aspects, I guess, to building a program, you know, building it around the time zones. And, yes. but I think it's, it's, it's probably customizing that, you know, it's, it's um, treating each, each program separately and making sure that we've got all the elements right. And then it's probably, a, well, it is a continuous thing too. So making sure that, that we're always checking in that we're, we're delivering, you know, above and beyond. And if there's anything additional that we can do, um, making sure that we're adding that, um, not just about upselling services, but actually making sure that we're delivering, you know, what it, what it is that the customer needs, um, and uh, you know whether whether that be, you know, if they need somebody locally in Japan or if whatever it is that their might particular challenge they might also be having internally as well that we're meeting those needs too. So I think, um, yeah, it's it's a lot, a lot of it. I you know there's uh, ex expression like the two ears and one mouth. So I think you know. Listening a lot to, to to customers, listening to what they need, listening to what their challenges are, um, not imposing our challenges or our kind of processes on them. Listening to what it is, and then just adapting and doing whatever it takes. I think that's I think we're, that's what we're really good at. Thank you so much. That's fantastic. Um, well. Um, um, that is that is all for me today, and uh, I'm really thankful um, for uh, for your time, um, sharing all this knowledge, experience, and uh, what you do uh, on a day-to-day -day, uh, basis. I just have one more question: uh, Do you have anything to share with our audience today? Any project you'd be working on? Anything you know outside of this today you'd like to share for our audience? You know, get to know you better. Um... Yeah, that's a good. I, I always always wondered if I had if I uh, the, the hobbies I used to have when I was younger. I probably don't have time for. Uh, and actually, I see some people now. They have their they're they're taking up baking. And they have too much time at the moment. And I'm I don't know. I'm seem to be quite time poor. Um, I'm probably it's probably more I'm adapting to the working from home life yeah. as well. I, I wasn't a great one for. I always like to be in the office and be as close to people as possible. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, but I'm I'm adapting to that quite well. Uh, and I think you know. I guess it is. They're they're sort of challenging times at the moment for everybody for different reasons, you know. So we're very fortunate. Um, I feel anyway very fortunate, you know, uh, uh, in with the company that we're working for, um, with the type of customers that we have, and yes. uh, you know, then everybody's safe and well, which is really important. I think Absolutely. people. Is, I think that what's happened lately has really shown the the best of people, you know, the the um, especially younger people as well, you know, that it is. You know, sometimes people can can feel if this doesn't affect me, well, why should I? So I think sometimes it's really brought out the the good in in people, and um, maybe that's who knows. Maybe we'll stop and reflect after it's all over to see well, so what are our actual values and our kind of uh, what's really important to us. Maybe we lost sight of that a little bit too along the way. So we'll see um, we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, I think. Um, you know, I suppose, what, what do I like to do outside of work? I mean, music is a big thing for me, I suppose. And, you know, I'm missing, you know, not going to concerts. I don't know when we're going to be back in that space. Uh, although I've seen people adapting as well, being kind of innovative and having, um, you know, live concerts from home and using yes. technology to their advantage. So I've been enjoying a little bit of that too. I'm trying to stay away from the, trying to stay from away from the Netflix binging and going down that rabbit hole as much as possible. So, um, so yeah, maybe I'll, maybe after this I'll take up, a new hobby, maybe I'll take up uh, or try to concentrate on my baking or something like that. Maybe yeah. I'll set myself or a new challenge. language, maybe. <laughs> well, maybe actually, there you go. Maybe I'll try a new language. Why don't I do that? Yeah. 
Why Fantastic. Not? Well, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for your time. And it's already the end of today's show with Alan. Uh, Alan Duffy, the localization manager at VistaTech. So um, please make sure to tune in again for more um, uh, VistaTalk show and, uh, and to listen to uh, this interview. And obviously, we'll be discussing more interesting discussion with interesting people from all around the world. Thank you.